Hello, everybody. Thank you for downloading episode 93 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. The year is almost over, but your chances to see Mark and I live are not. Because Saturday, December 17th, we're going to be in L.A. at the Theater at the Ace Hotel with the rest of our Work Juice pals doing one more thrilling adventure hour before we go on an extended hiatus. You do not want to miss that. You can get tickets online. Just look up Thrilling Adventure wherever they are. Thrilling ADV on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Thrilling Adventure Hour. You can also go to my personal website, HalLublin.com, and get tickets there. You can also get tickets right now to see Mark and I live in the Bay Area on Saturday, January 14th as part of San Francisco Sketchfest. We're going to have a great live show. We've got Carter Parton Rogers opening for us and some very thrilling guests. And I'm not even going to tell you who they are. It's going to be a surprise, but a great surprise. I promise you that. You can get tickets and find more info at sfsketchfest.com. And also finally in March, March 4th through the 11th, 2017, Mark and I are going to be part of the Joko Cruise. We're going to be improvising. We're going to be recording live. We got this is. That is how you pluralize it. I just decided right now. You can get a cabin. They're still available. Just go to Joko, J-O-C-O, cruise.com for more information and to get your cabin right now. And also, if you're enjoying this show, give us a rating and review. Tell your friends. Spread the We Got This Love. But for now... Just listen and enjoy episode 93 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best novelty song. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. Hi, listeners. Hal, how are you? I'm good. It's only been a little while since we recorded previously. We're still in Brooklyn in one room. I know. It's so nice to be in the same room as you. Yes. You know who else it's nice to be in the same room as? Tell me. Jonathan Colton. Yes. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Oh, oh, also, John Hodgman is here. I'm here. He's in the background <laughs> staring at us. Yeah. Like a specter. They don't have a microphone for me, so I'm just going to yell from the stairs. <laughs> this is good. This is like 101, podcasting 101, is make sure you have a guest who's speaking from far away in the room and mm-hmm. doesn't have his own microphone. People yeah. people love it when the audio's a little bit hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't think of it as hard to deal with. I think of it as environmental yeah, yeah this yeah. is just what it's like in this room i right eat now. john hodgman is here yeah <laughs> exactly oh you don't have a flight of stairs with john hodgman on it <laughs> sorry you should uh jonathan you colton john hodgman.com <laughs> you have a flight of stairs without a john hodgman i know where you can get a hodgman <laughs> We do too. He's right here. He's right here. Please come and get him. Um, Jonathan Colton. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have brought you here today because, uh, you are a world class musician who, uh, injects much humor and wit into his lyrics. We would like to talk to you today about the world's greatest novelty song. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for those kind words. And second of all, thank you for having me here. It's great. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah. Excited. This is great. The the honor is ours. I think it's all of us are feeling honor at this point. There's a lot of honor going on. A lot of honor in the room. We're feeling filled with honor. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, this is fantastic. You guys, we should all get medals for this. (laughs) 
I think we probably will. Yeah. yeah. We're just, <laughs> we're getting the sign from John Hodgman to move along. This actually was not listener submitted. Um, somebody had suggested best Weird Al song, hmm. but I think the, the, the larger world of novelty songs is interesting because we have to start by defining exactly what a novelty song is. I was you, just going to say the same thing. Do you consider any of your music to be novelty? You know, I, I do. I, I, I think I have to because I, I was thinking about this a lot. And, and I, I honestly, I kind of, I get, I have this problem, which is that I have a wide range of songs that I like to write. I like mm. to write songs that are, that are purely comedy songs, but I also like to write songs that are sad and songs that are about love and stuff. And so, um, sometimes the comedy tends to overshadow things and the, I bristle a little bit at the term novelty. Because it's a, it feels a little dismissive. Right. But I think, I think sometimes it's accurate. I mean, if you, if you want to say that a novelty song is a song that is primarily meant to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I guess generally, that's, generally that's the idea. <laughs> Not a lot of serious novelty songs. Right. Though, uh, you, we were talking about one, uh, a little bit ago with the, uh, the teddy bear. What's the, what's the name of that teddy song? Bear. Teddy bear. The, uh, about a Red kid so on a CB song. radio. Uh, who, who, the who song? Red Sovine. I don't think That's I know Ken that. Ken Plume, our producer, who is also live in the room with us. Yes. Um, I've never heard of that upstairs. song. Generally, he's on the other stairs. <laughs> he, but he has all this gear in his lap. You guys need stairs. more microphones. <laughs> <laughs> we need one on the stairs for sure. Um, <laughs> or at johnhodgman.com. Oh, wait, this song, Teddy Bear, is a serious novelty song? It's a serious novelty song. Um, or it's just, it's, maybe it's just unique storytelling within mm-hmm. a song. But I think generally speaking, novelty songs. We're looking, um, we're looking for funny. And I would say yeah. also, when you think of novelty song, I think you think, you think of this sort of classic, age of the novelty song which mm-hmm. was maybe in the 50s and 60s right sure sure and sort of leading into the dr demento hello mother hello fodder that's a good example yes. of a and we have song. selected the best novelty song john hodgman has <laughs> told us what it is Great. thanks Shut for listening down. everybody like um, us on facebook if i may uh go a little bit into the history of the novelty song oh good yes uh the novelty song not a uh, not a way to dismiss a song in fact in tin pan alley uh, there were three, they, they divided their music publishing into three different types of songs. Uh, it is popular, it is, uh, dance music, ballads, and novelty songs. So the Tin Pan Alley publishers, they gave them equal, uh, they, they had, maybe they were the bronze medalists, but they were still on the podium. Right. Um, so, uh, and then in the 1950s, it was, uh, let me, scan through this here. The 1950s, it was, uh, David Seville who came out with, Three number ones in a row. Uh, that was the witch doctor, the witch doctor, oh, the purple people eater, oh, geez. and the chipmunk song, which led to the empire of chipmunk. Although everything, pur- purple people eater is Sheb Woolley. Uh, performed by performed oh, by I Sheb see. Woolley. So David Seville produ- wrote, wrote and produced. He wrote witch doctor, purple eater, and chipmunk. He was the song. king yes. of the novelty songs, and the sp- and the sped up the sped up vocal, the sped up vocal. He yeah, he, that's he, his he was thing. Like, that's his thing. That's what. I mean, David Seville is forever known as the wrangler of three sped-up vocalists. That's right. That's right. One of one of those sped-up vocalists being a, a particularly ill-behaved chipmunk. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> a real troublemaker. He's a real troublemaker. <laughs> Isn't the one thing that he that he does wrong in in their Christmas song that he doesn't pay attention? Isn't that the worst transgression he has? Yeah. 
he just had like David has to say his name nine times to get mm-hmm. his attention. Yeah. Which could have been ADD, which is no joke. Listen, if you've ever been a parent, you know how frustrating it is. <laughs> exactly. Put your I shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on. That's how it's, that's what it's like in my house in the morning. And that's just me talking <laughs> did, to my wife. Uh, did, did your wife eventually put her shoes on? No, she's no. still at home with no shoes on. I don't know oh. what's the matter with her. Man, she's going to get those shoes. She's never going to get out. Oh, she's going to get out. You don't want to walk around Brooklyn don't with those no shoes. Barefoot on. in Brooklyn. You're going to get tetanus. I know. Well, it's her own, it's her own fault. I walked barefoot through Times Square. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. For what reason? Why? You were there. It was the, the video to promote my third and final book. Oh, yeah. That is all. Uh-huh. And I, and I walked barefoot through Times Square, and it was liberating. Yeah, nothing bad happened to your nothing feet. Nothing bad happened to no. my feet. Your feet are fine. Don't they sweep all the sharp stuff? Away every night. The sharks. The sharp oh, sweepers. <laughs> yeah. Famous New York City sharp oh, sweepers. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the cleaning squad or the scrub squad or whatever? I see their trucks. No, it's the sharp around. sweepers. It's a different, it's okay. different group. They're the, they're, the group. they're the precision cleaning squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like, guys, if they, they fight, if they see each other, they have to fight. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's something to see. I did once see two Elmos fighting, but I've never seen two <laughs> in Times Square. Cruise. That's yes, very in Times oh, Square. I think it was like a turf war. It's very un Elmo. It to is. be fighting. You, know, you would think they'd just be tickling each other. Yeah, maybe that's what was happening. You misinterpreted it. It was just a rough tickle. I don't like rough tickles, so <laughs> no, I don't it either. looks like fighting to no, me. No, thank you. I got so insulted in Times Square uh, when I saw uh, I saw Animal from the Muppets. And I was like, oh my god, it's Animal from the Muppets. I have to meet him. I want to go get my picture with him and send it to uh, Juliana because she, she and I are both big Muppets fans. So I go up and I take a picture with, I was like, I'm so excited to take a picture with you. I take a picture with Animal. And then as soon as the picture was done, the, uh, the performer artist underneath lifted up the, the head, the big animal head he was wearing and went, Hey, what's my guy's name again? <laughs> oh man! I was like, "What do you, you? Did you just find a big Muppety-looking head?" Which explained why he was just wearing a red sweatshirt and jeans. <laughs> that was the rest of his that costume. was the rest of his animal costume. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess like... that's on me for walking up to a guy who is, oh my god, it's animal's head on my buddy's body. <laughs> Uh, that's very sad. Yeah, that's yeah, very sad. Uh, so, kids, go learn who animal yeah, is. Yeah, if you're gonna put a great on a, Muppet, if you're gonna put on a fake head, know whose fake head it is. Yeah, that's lesson one. Yeah, lesson have, one from today's podcast. Have pride in your work. <laughs> have pride in your work, please. <laughs> uh, when I think of novelty songs, I think of Doctor Demento. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I had collections of cassettes in the 80s from the 40s 50s 60s 70s and 80s at the time and that was sort of my introduction to novelty songs so yeah stuff like um benny bell singing shaving cream mm-hmm. um all of like the tom lehrer stuff he played spike jones and his city slickers mm-hmm. those are those are the things that stand out to me when i think of sort of classic novelty songs well and the doctor tom lehrer invented the jello shot what that is Wait, a true fact tom lehrer invented the jello shot that's yeah. that's correct yes I've heard that as well. Is that I, think I told you that before? John. It probably was John. <laughs> Every now and then, John will shout a true fact. He was a he was a college professor, right? Wasn't he? Still is. He still is a college professor. He, he still just, is. Just, just doesn't do the moment. music anymore. He was really. like, I'll just do some music for a little while. I will just I will just really uh, tear up and revolutionize the novelty mm-hmm. song business for a few years, and then yeah. I'll go back to my teaching job. Wow, that's kind of the greatest way to do it. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. I mean, you got I, just as far as like the technical precision of that guy's uh songwriting and the lyrics in particular just remarkable and i think Mm -hmm. i i was gonna say like i feel like in the definition of novelty songs you kind of need to exclude the parody song because i do think that's a different 
genre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and especially when you're, I mean, you know, you're using a pre-existing piece of music um, to do that. And so, like, you know, when you think of Tom Lehrer, that elements. It's mashup and it's the future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the elements song in particular mm-hmm. is is a fantastic concept and really amazing, but it's a pre-existing tune from a from a musical, so I I, I feel like you have to exclude it. But okay. yeah, Tom Tom Lehrer's Tom Lehrer's way way high on my list Wait, as far as I this show. Come in. So you're you're saying the no- novelty song does not include parody song? Uh, for the purposes of this discussion, yeah. So you so all of Weird Al, with the exception of well, Weird Al's written set many of Zero his own. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Nature Trail to Hell. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out, Albuquerque. I think it's a different kind of song. Yeah, I know that he wrote that. I was just, I misspoke, but you, I'm just yes. sure I understand. We're just giving you a list of Weird Al songs that aren't. Well, I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys agree? Do you think that's an overly that's, uh, because, restrictive? Uh, because I, I mean, I would say that you are now eliminating per, one of the most iconic novelty song personalities. For his best known works, if you are making that distinction, it's fine. I've been yeah. trying to bring Weird Al down for years. <laughs> this is it. And this feels like my opportunity. John's reaction, though, is very similar to mine mm-hmm. in that when I think of, I think particularly of, of Weird Al's really early work uh-huh. when he was sending another one rides the bus and, sure. and Rocky Road, like those early things mm-hmm. that he was sending in that he like recorded in the bathroom at the college he was attending. Um, th- those feel like novelty songs to me. Because they had that essence of you had no idea that he was going to launch this gigantic career out of that that continues to flourish. So had he only done those one or two initial songs and then had had never been heard from again, would that still be novelty or it's just parodies in general? I, they're so well done. Yeah. No, my, my feeling is that – well, first of all, the artistry of Weird Al is indisputable. He's sure. A, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a master of that. I think his original songs are, are great and funny and I think his, his parodies are – because uh, there are a lot of parodies out there. But when you listen to a Weird Al parody, you're like, oh. This is how it's done. He also can sing. He in can any key. No, he's yeah. he's a great he's a great um, musician, and he he cares a lot. And and there's something there's something about the way he. <laughs> I I don't now know if this is true, but I feel like I heard in an interview about Weird Al. They asked him like, "What is it? What are some ideas that you have discarded that you you were going to do and you never did?" And one of them that I remember that still makes me laugh and is very weird, Al, is that he was going to do, you know that song, My Own Personal Jesus? Mm-hmm. He was going to do My Own Personal Cheese Whiz. <laughs> of course he was. And sure. it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. But I feel like that is the thing that Weird Al does, is he gives you something that is so absurd and that the... the uh, the juxtaposition between the absurdity of my own personal cheese whiz and the sort of overwrought importance of that music mm-hmm. yeah. is the thing that makes you laugh. And that that is what I think he does better than anybody else in the world. Sure. I think Weird Al, uh, like, at his best, a Weird Al song could end with him in his Hawaiian shirt holding up his hand like, huh? Give me a high five. And you reluctantly like, ah, oh, man, that was really good. You have to give him one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so our, I'm, I am, I am a hundred percent willing to eliminate the parody song from this, knowing full well that the original <laughs> dissension from, uh, John Hodgman, the stairs gallery is stairs not happy gallery. at all. Um, e- even though realizing that we, the original uh, the original topic was best Weird Al song. We <laughs> augmented it to best novelty song, and, and now he's immediately out. eliminated well, Weird Al. But he's not well, out. He's still got given, good stuff. 
given that, That's and true. I apologize, Weird Al, given that you can no longer include Weird Al in best novelty song because there is no Weird Al original that is as iconic as some of the iconic novelty songs you've already named. Sure. Hence Weird Al. You can now say a separate category, best Weird Al song. Yeah, absolutely. We, can do, we absolutely. will do yes. that episode. He has been no, separated. Do that right now. Oh, do it right now? Oh, sorry. You want to save that? Yeah, we're going to save it. We haven't done any research. Yeah, so my we goodness. We this conversation. I haven't read the Wikipedia article about Weird Al the way I did in the yeah. cab on the way here about novelty Look, songs. I don't like... Where do you think I got all the Tin Pan yeah. Alley stuff? I mean, it's deep. This is I deep. was literally that extra few seconds it took me to find out what year David Seville did those songs is because I was typing W I K and hoping it would autocomplete yeah. so it didn't take too long. I have a frantically and poorly written list of novelty songs <laughs> oh, that great. I pulled from Dr. Demento's discography. Just off the top of your head, just for the stairs. Yeah, best Weird Al song. Oh, jeez, like I, the iconic Weird Al song. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah, that's probably eat, eat it. It's pretty good. I do. I do like King of Suede. King of Suede is pretty great. King of Suede is good. I like Dare to Be Stupid. Yeah, I like that whole album. Is I think Trigger Happy was one of my favorites. Yeah, off of uh, off the deep end. Mm-hmm. You know that song? What is that? I don't know that one. Trigger Happy, Trigger Happy every day, Happy every day. It was like a like a surf kind of song about uh-huh. guns. Well, that's the other thing he does. So yeah. that's another kind of so- song is the style parody. Mm-hmm. Yes, where he will he will do is a song that also eliminated. Uh, by my by my definition of novelty song listen what do we have if we don't have rules and categories yeah it's true complete chaos yeah we don't want chaos but this i mean podcast if you want a surfing song about guns i think that skeet surfing from top secret from top secret might be the winner in that category mm-hmm. of violence and surf music best, combined. best okay. surf song about guns yeah, yeah. later on we're gonna do a weird guns. al episode we're gonna do best weird al song then we're gonna do best surf song about guns yes and then um but right now we're determining the best novelty song. Yeah. So, how would you like to read your list? Sure. I mean, I I have a few here, and stop me. F- first of all, Shaving Cream by Benny Bell, which for some reason makes me laugh every single time. Uh, I, I hear don't know it. Shaving. Cream. How's it go? Shaving Cream is. It's like I saw an old man on the corner. He seemed to be quite in a snit, for when he slipped and fell over. He was sitting in a big pile of shaving cream. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so yes. he never says the uh, proper oh, s word. There's a term. There's a term Sorry. for that kind of lyrical uh, lyric. Uh, that technique. I don't remember what it's called, but there's a term for that kind of joke. In for that lyric. like turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you think the it's going to be a dirty word and it's not. Of course, from the stairs. Yes. Flip the script. That's what they call it. No, it's not the technical. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that you have to eliminate that one because that is based on a pre-existing tune. My Bonnie lives over. There. Oh, it is. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. Jonathan, kill Joy Colton. Oh, Interesting. Thanks, Colton. Uh. <laughs> um, well, good. We got plenty of others on the list. We have uh, Barnes and Barnes. What if there Barnes? are no original? What if we discover that there there's are no nothing, original? There's nothing, yeah. nothing original. Is Fish Heads based on an existing song? That's an early. That's one of. Uh, that's a Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> when you, remember when Bach wrote. Hey, dun, 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 well, we dun, can't do dun, 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 um, Dead Puppies by uh, Ogden Edsel is based on um I can't remember which piece of classic music is it Pachelbel's Canon in D no. it might be yes that's it yeah I think that's the one so we're eliminating that one as well. That's like having a watchman in the corner doing a circle of fifths while we're uh... can, can we go through the the catalog of Spike Jones and his city slickers Sure. Because mm-hmm. I think there are, there are some really great ones in there. Um, uh, Cocktails for Two is pretty great. 
how, how does which that is one a go? lot of sound effects. Um, yeah, this, oh, no, no, no sound effects song. It's the one that has the um, John's that so has, that, has that so mad at me. Right, right, yes. that one. Mm-hmm. But I think that the one I like the most is this political one, which is Interfere's face. Which is literally about breaking wind in Hitler's face. <laughs> yeah. right. The ultimate insult. Which came out in 1942, I think. Yeah, it was, it was it like was during it was the a war. contemporary. Yes, people like, were already. Yeah, they were. All, they were ready. He wasn't writing it in Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not writing it in Berlin. Yeah. But I, I think he could get away with. If it, it came out in 1942, yeah. I like the idea that because we didn't invade until 1944. Uh, and there was, and we, Pearl Harbor was bombed in 1941. Uh, so World War II was happening. The yes. U.S. didn't get in until late, but Spike Jones is going, I'll fight this one for you. <laughs> I'll them. take care yeah, of this. I'm going to fart in, in Hitler's face. <laughs> the fart, yeah, the farting battalion yeah. <laughs> who were sent over in secret and all were shot immediately. Fusiliers. They soldiers. They're they, fusiliers, yeah, right? That's they're a, fusiliers yeah. who were all shot and killed immediately because all they knew how to do was fart. <laughs> But we remember them to this day with uh, their Prospect Park statue, which you can go visit, <laughs> and the and the novelty song, mm-hmm. and the novelty them. song, which plays forever, How which does plays it go forever. To that, one? Uh, that goes, "Wenn der Führer says, we is the master race, we say hail, 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 right in the Führer's face." Yeah, yeah. let's. Way too much enthusiasm yeah. for that, Mike. Hey, look, I was trying to, I was trying yeah. to be the, I was trying to serve the function of the entire crowd. So, somebody is going to take that quote out of context, Heil. and you're going to be, yeah. you're going to be in trouble. Uh, by Heil, I mean fart. <laughs> Mark Gagliardi, top conservative on Twitter. That's right. Check out his hashtags. All right. <laughs> Um, Tom Lehrer as well. Politically, he did National that was Brotherhood the whole Week. Spike Jones cannon. Well, I mean, just I'm pulling a couple. I'm pulling. I'm pulling a couple highlights from yeah, there. I remember, Gafira's face originally was from the Donald Duck cartoon. That was where it was first used and popularized, and then entered the hit parade after the Donald Duck cartoon. That brings up a good point. So something that started in another media. So a lot uh, of the great, song. yeah, that's no, that's a novelty that's, song. That's, None I, of the Monty Python stuff yeah. that was in the films or the television show. Yeah, it's a count. bit. It's a bit of a. It's a bit of a gray area. Yeah. I, I think it, if it was, uh, you know, I would say something from a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would count that because that's written for a specific purpose. I, I like. I like the idea of the purity of a novelty song that was written to tell a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what it was. So what's one that stands out to you? Off the top of your head, one that just doesn't have to be what you think is the best. Just if I say novelty song, what comes to mind? Well, the, w- when I was, when I was thinking about what I was going to say, I was, I was thinking back to when I was a kid, my dad had a collection of, uh, 45 records. And, um, and there were a couple of songs that were, that I thought were hilarious and wonderful. And they were novelty songs. And one, one of them, um, was a song called May the Bird of Paradise Fly Up Your Nose. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, which was by a guy named, uh, what was his name? Little, little, little Jimmy, little Jimmy Dickens. Okay. Was his name. Oh yeah, he's a country singer, isn't he? He was a country singer, but he did a lot of novelty songs in the, in the, uh, I think the fifties, fifties and probably the fifties. Um, and this, this song was about a guy, uh, who went around, uh, went through his day, uh, and did not, uh, and was very cheap. Like he took, he had a cab driver who he, he was late for a plane and he made the cab driver drive really fast. Cab driver got a ticket and then he didn't give him, but didn't give him a tip. And then the cab driver sings, may the bird of paradise fly up your nose. <laughs> uh, and that's, and that was the thing. And I, I liked, I liked that it was about a guy who was a jerk. I <laughs> think it was about okay. this guy. It was, it was cause it was about him. 
it was me. I did these bad things. Yeah. And people that said this thing to me. I thought that was very funny. There was also a song that my father only told me about, but I never heard. And the name of the song was Stick Your Finger, <laughs> Stick Your Finger in a Glass of Water. And here's how the chorus went. Stick your finger in a glass of water. Take it out in the hole that's left is a measure of how much you'll be missed when you're gone. So don't kid yourself. <laughs> that's the chorus. That is. That's the chorus of the this song. This was a song that came out in the fifties. This was actually in the sixties. So I, I, I had never heard this song, but I remember my dad singing it. And I, I the so Willis Brothers. I had to. Yes, that's right. The Willis Brothers. I had to call him this morning and say, "Was there really a song? <laughs> Was there really a song called Stick Your Finger in a Glass of Water? Or did I make that up?" And he said, "And he said." You know, <laughs> he said, I have a vague memory of being in a car late at night with my acapella singing group. Uh, and we were driving and some that maybe that song was on the radio or maybe somebody told me about it. And I, I seem to remember it was by a, an act called Emile Clyde and the Dreamers. But there is no wow. Emile Clyde and the Dreamers. <laughs> Emile Clyde. I, Emile Clyde and the Dreamers. And the Dreamers. <laughs> At his famous backup band. Yeah. And, and, and so he didn't, he didn't remember who it was. And then I, I eventually found it was the Willis Brothers, but the, I, I, <laughs> I, I still have not heard the entire song. I have but, only heard my dad sing the chorus from his hazy memory of this late night car drive <laughs> in which he was told that it was Emile Clyde and the Dreamers, which apparently is a band that doesn't exist. And the idea is stick a, a wet finger in your b-hole. <laughs> That's essentially what he's saying. Or is he saying, put your, no, put no, your stick your wait, finger in a glass of water. Yeah. The hole that's left is how as, much as a measure of how much oh, you'll see. be missed. There's not going to be a hole. See. How did you make this? About because it just sounds like get your finger wet, stick it in the hole that's left. Like it is disgusting. The hole that's Thank left. Thank you. The hole that's left. Yeah. <laughs> After <Thank> what? <laughs> Thank you, staircase correspondent John Hodgman. Yeah. First of all, left itself is slant rhyme. It's not a rhyme at all. Yeah. It's not a rhyme at all. It's not at all. It's also it's a mean, not particularly funny no. thing to say. <laughs> it's it's also really convoluted. I mean, Hal thought it was about buttholes. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I, I think that's I think I that's did. the that's the extent of the humor. Is it's a very long, convoluted yeah. phrase to say nobody's going to remember you when you're gone. Which I kind of like. It's, it's so mean. It's, well, a, it's the spiritual antecedent of CeeLo's F you. That's yeah, exactly. That's it. Is that a novel? CeeLo did it in two. Uh, no. I think of it as a revenge song. No, I think of it as I don't a like you. Song. So I'm going to say because the because it's F you. It's yeah, so, it's so. It's, it's funny. So it's meant to be. It's, it's a catchy, catchy funny. provocative okay. bit. Yeah. It's fun. It is really funny. It's a, it's it is a, funny. It's a comedy song. I enjoy Here's it. Here's another question. Yes. How many. Songs by the Beatles are novelty songs. You mean like the? There's, I, there's some album cuts. How many? Yeah. Do you mean like Happiness Is a Warm Gun or Piggies, like the things yeah. that are more socially well, I, I, and? I'm asking. I, Maxwell, I, Silver Maxwell Silver Hammer. Maxwell Silver Hammer. That's kind of a novelty yeah. song. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they. Yeah, Octopus's yeah. Garden. Octopus's all, Garden. First of all, all the Ringo songs, yeah. obviously. Every Ringo, Ringo song only wrote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's give this. Let's give this one to Ringo. Oh, yeah. Good job, Ringo. <laughs> good job, Ringo. This is about an octopus. This is about being happy to hang out with an octopus. Go ahead, enjoy yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the Beatles. The so Beatles. Is a novelty absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and you know, they're not even that funny. They're just sort of like 
weird. They're silly. They're yeah. silly. They write silly. That music hall pastiche that they would do. That's right. right. It's almost, there are kids songs almost. It's a dark comedy, but it is comedy. Yes. I mean, Honey Pie is like a music, uh, is a music hall song. Has that sort of even starts with? You talking about honey pie she or wild, or wild girl. honey pie? No, I'm talking about honey pie. No wild honey pie. <laughs> Get out of here with the wild honey pie nonsense. Um, but I want I want to touch on the idea of the person of the, the 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 narrator of a song being a bad person. Yes, and saying the bad things. Are you familiar with the song Transfusion? No, what is Tra- that? Transfusion is a song by Nervous Norvis, and it's about a guy who is constantly speeding and driving recklessly, so he's continually crashing. <laughs> so you hear uh, – he tells the story. He's like, I'm a humming down the street going 55 or whatever. Whatever is fast at that time. And it gets into a crash. <laughs> That's pretty fast. Whatever was fast. Did that. This is very fast. All cars had a governor on them at that time that would let them go going past 35. 40. But he constantly needs a transfusion. He needs a blood transfusion because he's been in an accident. Uh-huh. So at the end of each um, – at the at the end of each chorus, he has a different – like slip the claret to me, Barrett. Slip the blood to me, Bud. So that's the whole story is him. Being a reckless driver and constantly stealing blood from people who probably were legitimately injured helping others or yeah, just no, by that's accident. Not a, that's not a great way to live your life. Yeah, he no. was a terrible person, but he doesn't – at no point does he go like, uh, but I'm a good guy. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan of that, that uh, the slip out the back, Jack, make a new plan, Stan. I, I, I okay. feel like you got to work a little harder. Yeah. Work I've been sitting harder. here this whole time just trying to think of a rhyme for plasma. <laughs> <laughs> Miasma? I couldn't do it. Oh, Give the plasma yeah. to me, Captain Phasma. Is a Great. Song. What other songs are on that list, Hal? <laughs> Let me just. Yeah. Just, um, that's a. It's great. I'm sure that the greatest novelty song of all time is the one that none of us have heard of. Yeah. But you. What about "Beep Beep" by the Playmates, which is the song about the guy who thinks he's being followed by a Nash Rambler, so he keeps going faster, and the car keeps falling and beeping, and Sounds he's like a horror song. Yeah, it's a the, horror song until at the end, the Nash Rambler who has caught up to him says uh, is asking how to get his own car out of second gear his car is stuck in second gear that's the whole thing is you think it's uh, a it's it's the classic viper episode of gi joe yeah, the viper is coming in come car, out and vipe the windows exactly. just, if anybody's listening to this they're in their cars and right now you are currently stuck in second gear please do not honk at the person in front of you <laughs> as a way of solving your problem yeah simply yeah. put the clutch in and put the brake on mm-hmm. and turn the car off and get out of it that's disqualified for being stupid. Uh, yes. And we're also disqualifying 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover because it does that slip out the back, Jack. <laughs> Here's a new Keeley. It's, it's also, great. I mean, that's it's not great. It's a gimmicky song. It's a gimmicky song. But not necessarily a novelty I do like song. That, I do like that song. Yeah. Though. It's a great tune. How about uh, pop culture-based novelty songs like Star Trekkin'? <laughs> Star Trekkin'? Star Trekkin' Your, pa- your Pac-Man Fever. Pac-Man Fever by Bucknell and Disco Garcia. Duck. Disco, Disco Duck. Duck. Oh, dear. Was, oh, that's... Big <laughs> all I thought was, what duck is that based on? <laughs> Is my sincere reaction to that. <laughs> you know that when ducks were my dad got into mallard ducks for some reason in the mid eighties. What? what do you mean? Like he oh, got like into he's like, mallard like ducks? Art, like mallard yeah, like art. oh, I have a box with a mallard duck on it. Uh, there's a painting now. There's like a, a little painting of a mallard duck. He's like, you know what? I need a thing, and this is going to be my thing. Yeah, yeah. The, that's well, I'm the well, stately I'm, uh, mallard duck. That was his <laughs> midlife crisis. Was ducks. That's the answer. Your dad, I guess I'm a duck guy now. Your dad doesn't need a mil, uh, midlife crisis, though, because he already owns all the video games. Yes. He, like, he's got the foosball. He's yeah. a man-child, so he went yeah. to ducks. That's why. Yeah. That's why he did that. That's what grown-ups like. <laughs> you know what? It's sophisticated. <laughs> it's sophisticated to have a wooden carving of waterfowl on your mantle. It is. Yeah. It, it, it does say – nothing says – It says you've arrived. Yeah. I'm here, everybody. I can afford to buy fake ducks. Yeah. Yes. That's how <laughs> – That serve no function. That's how well I'm doing. Except – 
Maybe every once in a while, the wife will put a bracelet <laughs> around its neck that she doesn't want to forget. <laughs> uh, what about the Curly Shuffle? That's another pop culture themed novelty song. Man, I listened to that a lot. What did about- you? Yeah. Did you like it? Were you, were you a fan of Curly? <laughs> no, I never liked the Three Stooges. I oh. thought it had a good tune. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did have that. I had very bad taste. <laughs> what, what about the, the Super Bowl shuffle? That's a she good question. As a Bears fan, uh, I got to make have that you, my number one. Have you listened to it recently? Oh, no. It's... it's <laughs> Pretty, pretty. I want to say it. Ha- I want to say it hasn't aged well, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't good. Then. It wasn't yeah. good then either. It was the equivalent of uh, when an athlete hosts SNL. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, you're grading on a curve. That's right. So you right. got to grade the Bears on a curve. And the, wh- wh- who were they? Who was the team that they were uh, playing against in the that? Patriots, right? Because the Patriots had a counter uh, a shuffle. They it? did. They had a counter song and video. Oh, now I can't remember what it is. The Patriots. Do you remember though? this, John? You you no, you lived in New England. I did. I don't. I don't remember the Patriots. Yeah, they did some something like that. It was t- it was even worse than the than the uh, uh, the the Bears song. Now I have. Was to, it like uh, we're aware that we're gonna lose? It's gonna be tough, but what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a game. There's other yeah. important things in the world, but <laughs> we're gonna have fun, and everybody's getting ice cream. Yeah, they I'm say Steve Grogan. We have I'm also to do there. A rap yeah. about football into the camera. <laughs> I'm the equipment manager. The kicker couldn't make it, so I'm here. Anybody want a hat? We are the Patriots. We're going to lose. <laughs> uh, now I now you I can't, can't find it. I can't all right. Find it. Uh, well, let's not all pull out our phones. This is a podcast. They don't it know is. we're on our phones. <laughs> it's a podcast. Everybody reach for your phones. I just looked quickly. up from the microphone across at Jonathan and Alan. Both are looking in their phones. I just oh, got to answer this text. Yeah, yeah I was checking my real, real quick, guys. Let me just tweet this real fast. That led me down a path. Yes. Yes. Which? The Super Bowl shuffle? The Super Bowl shuffle. Um, oh, you're now you're giving me a microphone. I'm now they're down a path to what I think might be my... Musically and comedically top novelty song. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm just going to hold back and oh, so after, we'll, we'll get to that after the break, you guys. Yeah. Let's take a quick break to hear about some of the other great podcasts on the Maximum Fun Network. And when we come back, you'll hear that Hodgman pick straight from the stairs. Stay tuned. I'm Brian. And I'm Aaron, And we host Throwing Shade, a political comedy podcast that's somehow horribly offensive and socially conscious. If you want to know what it sounds like if the news drank straight vodka, check us out on Thursdays on Max Fun. And we're the first Max Fun podcast to be turned into a TV show. So check that out January 17th on TV Land. Throwing Shade. Politics. Pop culture. Wigs for days. Are you in need of a shakeup? Max Fun Con is our annual comedy and creativity festival, and it changes lives. Max Fun Con West returns to Lake Arrowhead next June, and Max Fun Con East is back in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both are on sale right now, and they will sell out. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets today. We can't wait to see you there. All right, during the break, we actually watched the <laughs> response song from the Patriots organization, the Patriots yeah, and we. No, no. And there's no actual Patriots 
that are involved. There's footage of them. Maybe, they they get, maybe they're there later in the in the video. Maybe we don't they, know. Yeah. Later. They actually rap later. There's maybe they do a rap in the middle. Local local studio singers mm-hmm. singing a very bad pop song. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And then an hour later, they sang about like a local furniture store. They're <laughs> like they were just yeah. These were hired guns. They worked all day on <laughs> ten different projects. Yeah. And the Mets had a similar song in 1986, which was done by a band, which was Let's Go Mets. We, we had the, one for my hometown. Yeah. We've got a place in my heart, Knoxville. Everybody's got a, a local sure. song of some sort, but I don't think that that would win. But New York, New York. Yes. <laughs> Our stairwell Best correspondent, yeah. John Hodgman on the stairs, you said that this made you think of your favorite. Do you want to reveal that at this time? Yeah, thanks, Al. It's John Hodgman here over on the stairs. How's it looking <laughs> over on those stairs right now? Pretty good. It's a little windy. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to go back to the van pretty soon, but I just wanted to let you know. That windbreaker looks fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, so I was thinking about that Bear song. It's like Zach Cowan's novelty song because the, 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 the criteria is, uh, it's gotta be funny on purpose. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, I'm not sure that they were trying to be funny on purpose. I think they were trying to make a rap song. Yeah. And if they were being funny at all, it was in the con, in that loathsome context of, Listen to us try to do a rap song. Yeah. This dumb. I think that is the extent of the. fad that isn't going to last. Yes. That's the joke that they were telling. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. And I found that joke to be awful, but it sort of made me think there are, of course, rap songs that are novelty songs that are not terrible white dudes pretending to rap, but are actual rappers doing them. And I, if, if the criteria is musical goodness mm-hmm. and legit comedy. Mm-hmm. I hesitate because I don't want to call this song a novelty song because I think novelty song is kind of a gross category. And this is a good party song. But the Humpty Dance is maybe one of the funniest songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay. And it's still yeah. incredible. Both how he's living and his nose is large. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get stupid. I shouldn't arrow like Cupid. I use a word that don't mean nothing like Like looped it. Yeah. Looped it. Looped it. Still. It also know. doesn't actually rhyme with stupid. That's what's right. fantastic yeah. about that line. Why not Shop if you're going to make G, up a word? If you're out there, you still have my heart. Was there another hit that they had? Do what you like. Was that where he originally said, grab him in the biscuits? Yes. Okay. Do what you like. Yeah. Which is also because he does say, I'm the one that said, just grab him in the biscuit. And I was like, I don't know the... I, I'm not I know familiar song, with your I'm work. I'm not familiar with yeah. your work. I'm so sorry. Like, you don't know. Oh. No, Do what you like is a great song. Yeah. And also funny. But Humpty, Humpty Hump is clearly a comedic character. Yeah. It's clearly a comedic song. But they also did the song in Dan Aykroyd's Nothing But Trouble. That yes. live performance, that all around the world, same song. Yes, and that's what did their career in. Uh, it was. I saw that movie recently for another Magic nothing but trouble podcast called The Flop House. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about that movie. Oh, okay. Was, We're sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry you had to watch that. I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times because it was on HBO. That was a hard one to watch. Yeah, that's that's terrible. I it, along those lines. I think the early work of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, there were some novelty-ish songs. Nightmare there. on My Street. Nightmare on My yeah. Street. Even yeah. parents, parents just don't understand. understand. Parents just don't understand. Total Charlie Max, song. the first out the limo. I mean, they're all – a lot of those songs on there are humorous yeah, songs. But, but Yeah, but I mean, like this – you can use humor in songs. That doesn't make it a novelty. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's Agreed. The there's a bunch of gray areas. I, I, there's gray areas. Well, you're, you now admit that there's some nuance to this? <laughs> black and white. No parodies. I'm not even going to respond <laughs> to your um, angry – uh, do so. What if we? What about comedians who don't that's normally right, do music? Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sorry, comedians. Uh, what about comedians who do uh, whose music is not their main thing? You're talking about Adam Eddie, Sandler. I'm, think, I'm thinking about Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, Eddie Murphy, Boogie in Your Butt. Boogie, Boogie in Your Boogie Butt, in your butt oh, is yeah. one of the weirdest. I had not songs. listened to Boogie in Your Butt. For- Put a tiny man in your butt. <laughs> Put a tin can in your butt. I had not listened to that song since it was first out. It's and I have lunacy. children now. And uh-huh. my wife and I played that song for our kids. And they thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it's and a hilarious right. song. <laughs> it's a very funny song. It is. Yeah. You just made me think, though, of another great Weird Al song, which is um, Got a Boogie. Which is got, got a, a boogie. boogie on my finger and I can't get it off. Can't lick it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, that's some early. That's re- that I think is, that might be his first. That album. was off of the same album as uh, My Bologna. There you go. Yeah. That's uh, some early stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, o- OG Weird Al. <laughs> um, do you OG guys? Uh, do you guys know the song When You're Chewing Gum? Does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost overnight? Uh, by Lonnie Donegan. Uh, I'm asking if you know. I'm asking yeah, if you know. Yeah. It's cutesy. Okay. Yeah. I don't like. Nobody yeah. likes that one. Fair that's, enough. That song. Was, I feel like that song was in the in the like. Book the hymnal in the in the music class in my elementary school. Like okay. was, you remember when like that was what music yeah. class was? Is you'd go to music yeah. and you'd open the book and you'd sing you'd sing like this land is your yeah. land all together. And the, one sure. of those was the chewing gum song, which is why it blew my mind <laughs> that this land is your land was written by uh, was written so recently. Yeah, right. That, no, like, it felt very I, old. As I became an adult, I was like, you mean like Stephen Foster didn't write right. this land is your land? This was by a guy that was. That it, when I was a kid, maybe was still alive. What year did he die? I know. I, Christopher yeah. Cross, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember this one from a similar uh, context? Uh, get out the way for old Dan Tucker. He's too late to get his supper. Do you remember that yeah. one? Yeah. Another old, that was another one of those super old timey. Somewhere else with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's no swears. It's real disappointing. There's no yeah. swears in there. Again, it's, it's a slant rhyme, not actually yeah. a rhyme. Supper doesn't <laughs> rhyme. You know what does? Shaving cream. <laughs> um, there are a couple here. We should talk about Hello Mudda, Hello Fada, which was brought up by uh, by our stairwell correspondent um, John Hodgman earlier. It, it, parody lyrics to a pre-existing. It is parody lyrics to a pre-existing song. I know song. I, it's true. It, it is par- It is parody. Dance of the hours. Dance of the hours. Yeah, that is dance yeah. of the hours. Dance of the hours. Okay. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's a great song. I had that. That was one of the first songs that I probably memorized all the lyrics and, and would like like tape. proudly sing it. Right, like listening to a cassette and stopping and rewinding yeah, and writing them writing down on your down spiral down. notebook paper. Yes, that is in my trapper. That's keeper. Really trapper keeper for you to have not also. No, of course, of course. I spent I spent so much time. Taping things off the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Used to listen to the top forty countdown with Casey Kasem and tape and stand there with a cassette, like next to the yep. radio with yeah. a, like one of those old uh, tape recorders and wait for the song I wanted. And so I had all these recordings of songs that were like three seconds in. That's great. <laughs> I used to do that, but I had the one where like the radio was attached to the cassette player. Oh, fancy! So we was... weren't that rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Neither do we. I had. Yeah, I listen. Had I, I don't too. mean to brag, guys. <laughs> <laughs> when I met uh, a friend of mine who had who had the dual cassette decks oh my built gosh. in, I was like, "Oh, you are how do the you richest even, person I've ever making met." Making a tape recording of a tape. What? Yeah. How do you even that, do that? At Is that, that point, you just want you can just record all of his music that he has. puts put tape over all of his cassettes mm-hmm. and make copies of them. And that's not why that any of us did that because that's illegal. No, that's stealing music and it's wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't steal music. Kids. No, you know what? You should be allowed to steal music if that's the only way you do it. Agreed. If you steal music by <laughs> copying from ca- like cassette putting, to cassette, putting cassette, yeah. putting tape over that little tab that gets popped off. Yep. 
And then, yeah, you can steal music cassette to cassette. But that's the only time that that crime that's, is allowed. Or, or yeah. vinyl to vinyl. Yeah. If you, if you, if you have the equipment for it. Yeah. If you have a dual, a dual, <laughs> dual record player. <laughs> Those are really expensive. Do you remember from the, from the Dr. Demento days? Yes. Do you remember a song? It was instrumental. It was called Hocus Pocus by a band named Focus. That sounds no. familiar. It was a very sort of overwrought metal. Uh, thing with some sort of operatic yodeling in the middle. It was just a completely wackadoodle instrumental song. And I it was Hocus it Pocus by Focus. What? Also in the instrumental category of novelty songs, a yes. fifth of Beethoven. A fifth uh, of Beethoven yes. is yeah. a I mean, it's, ba- it's a remix or mashup of right. an existing mm-hmm. song. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Disco, but there's a, also, a disco version. Is that, is that oh, also yeah. Miko? Who, no, it's not Miko. Miko, it was, uh, Dan McCoy? Is that who did a fifth of Beethoven? I, I think, don't know. and then Miko did the Star Wars disco remix, which would also be under the same rules a, di- a discofication. A discofication. The number one hit from the Time Lords, uh, where they took the uh, the Doctor Who theme song and made a number one hit out of it in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only in the- doctoring the Tardis. Yeah, what's it called? Doctoring the Tardis. Doctoring the Tardis. Doctoring the Tardis. Thank you. That sounds like a yeah. euphemism for something. <laughs> sounds real bad. I don't even want to imagine what that might be, but it's all I can do. Right <laughs> don't know. Now. Hey, Hal. I'll yes. Here on the stairs. Let's the go to. Department says it was Walter Murphy. Walter Murphy over there. I want to thank our stairwell correspondent John Hodgman for that. It's really great. Oh, it's great. It gets stuck in your head. I was talking about this with a friend of mine that I knew in college, and he was like. We were listening to that song, and he was like, can you imagine what it was like to be the guy who came up with this thing and was just messing around and was like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and was like, yes, this is a hit. I did it. So, it's so yeah. clearly a fantastic idea. It's just like, it just, it's pure and beautiful. I love it. Is popcorn a novelty song? I don't know what if I popcorn? know the song. Popcorn, popcorn is Oh. Hot butter. I think, I don't, I don't know if just... Just being goofy, like just being a goofy right. instrumental tune makes it a novelty. Yeah. I'm feeling you on that one, Ken. There's not, not yeah. a lot of comedy in it, though. Yeah. Except yeah. it's just a, it's a pretty singable tune. How do you feel about uh, pieces, and these were on Dr. Demento, I'm thinking specifically about Taekwon Leap by the Frantics, which was an entire um, kung fu class, or he's being taught Taekwon Leap, but he keeps getting a boot to the head. He's oh, boot to yeah. the head. And then the, the song is boot to the head. Boot to the head. And that, that is the song. I, I don't think it's the best novelty song, but there are others that sort of. Is that off uh, one of those like 60s albums where they're just sort of like long and conceptual? That's from like 1987. Kind of thing? No, it's from 1987. Oh, really? 87? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was in the 80s collection of Dr. Demento, if I remember correctly. Wow. Uh, but I think, I feel like we're, uh, here are two more that we should talk about. One is Tiptoe Through the Tulips hmm. by Tiny Tim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that more of a novelty because it was Tiny Tim? Boy, Tiny who Tim is it? such a weird uh, space alien of an act. It's very hard to. Uh, it's very. I feel like it's very hard. I don't want to get too fancy with mm-hmm. my words, but it's very hard to contextualize Tiny Tim. Who, yeah, what, yeah. What was he doing exactly? He he was just a bizarre person, he was a weirdo, and you didn't know if it's just one of those songs that comes up like as a famous novelty song, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's. It feels like it's a novelty song because of the person, not because I, of the it, content. It's like of the yeah, song. it feels like a William Hung Sanjaya also, kind of thing. Also, it's not an original song. To not an original song. Lips. Oh, it's not. No, no, no. Oh, Tiny Tim was really into finding obscure, like music hall era songs. And okay. Them. Oh. So it, it's by the Colton rule. It is already. 
Like the Bon Jovi band from their original incarnation would find music hall songs in the UK and do the same thing. Yeah, I think I think okay. I think Tiny Tim Tiny Tim was a sincere person with highly specialized interests and a very eccentric mode of being. Who right. transformed what he did into novelty. Yeah. So the song is he was he was the novelty. The song was the song is not necessarily a novelty song. Right. I'd yep. agree with that. Does a novelty like, like song Andy Kaufman's Rosemary? Right. D- does it not or his I trusted you performance, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite things that anybody's ever gotten onto a live television show? You familiar with this? No. What is that? He was on Midnight Train, um, or Midnight Special. Sorry, and they introduce him sincerely. This was before Taxi. They're like, he's uh, this kid is cutting up. Uh, the music charts everywhere. Please welcome Andy Kaufman. He's got a full band and somebody plays the guitar and they just play ding, 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 And for five straight minutes, he just goes, I trusted you. I trusted you. I trusted you. I trusted you. And then they stop and the crowd cheers. And then he goes, I trusted you. I trusted you. He, he like devolves into screaming it, stops yeah. two or three times, and just continues until like they have album. to go into a commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's a good novelty song right yeah, there. Yeah, it is a good novelty Winner. song. But, yeah. th- but then that Take begs that the question. Wrap it up. That begs the question, does it need to be a good song musically? Because that song is is catchy but it's, and it's fun, but it's not like that's a that's musical masterpiece. I, yes. I, I, feel like, I feel like it's important to – I mean my own uh, – as a as a songwriter, I don't like to do a funny song that has lousy music. I feel like it's very important if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, especially if you're gonna do a funny song. I feel like the music has to be kind of unimpeachable. Sure, like if you can't otherwise. It's just otherwise. You this is one of the things I don't like about uh, Adam Sandler's so called uh, funny songs. Right, is that they are they're not they're not musically great and they're they're, they're just yeah they're joe, just sort of stop, him stop, talking stop, quickly stop, <laughs> yeah. joe, it's just stop, stop, yeah it's just him doing a funny voice and pretending to be kind of pretending to be bad at singing but also being bad at singing right and mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of like i don't know it's not it's not uh i feel like if you're going to write a, a funny song you really need to think about the craft of songwriting I yeah really have a little remember, melody I really to remember it remember laughing at the hanukkah song it's got yes. some funny jokes in it. But it's, it's got some funny jokes in it, but I think I'm with you on that. But it's not a, it's not a song. It's not a finished song. Write a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, and there's a difference in that song, the Hanukkah song, which I enjoy too, which made me laugh, is that it's more clever than it is funny. So mm. you're enjoying like how many different people he's finding and you're waiting for the, for whatever rhyme he's setting up mm-hmm. for the celebrity. Mm-hmm. But if we're, if we're going to eliminate songs that are musically poor, we're probably going to eliminate They're Coming to Take Me Away, haha, by Napoleon the 14th. <laughs> Which is a really fun novelty song. F- f- it it, it meets a fun. lot of it. It's a really fun yeah. novelty song. It's yeah. an interesting story. It has a twist ending. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil it for those of no, you who are No, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He, you, the entire song you think he's been driven mad over a woman. It turns out to be his cat who has run away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, his dog. His dog has run away. Right. He calls him Mangy fun. Mutt. It's still not fun. But musically, it's just... It's just it's a, a tambourine and a snare drum. Yeah, it's meant to drive you insane as you listen mm-hmm. to it. And my right. mother loved that song and would sing it all the time around the house mm-hmm. uh, just for fun. Um, oh, here's another one. The producers had to me a song, which uh, which I will throw in there, although I don't think it's the best, which is The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins by Leonard Nimoy. By Leonard Nimoy, yes. Uh, yeah. curiosity. Uh, yeah, because yeah, he's earnest about things. Yes, that's something he's really way into. Yeah. And he has another one. Too. Does he have a song, song about Smaug as well? Does he? I think so. I think cool. he's got a couple. He has at least one other Lord of the Rings um, themed song. 
Mm. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. he, oh, he also has highly logical, which was his Spock, which is a song at Spock. <laughs> yeah, right. About Spock observing I, the human race. I, wonder, I find that highly illogical. I wonder if he regretted uh, any of this. Bank, just banking on your, uh, on your TV show. I think that Listen. probably was the confluence of events that led him to write, I am not Spock, until yeah. he reconciled with that concept Listen, and wrote, if I, I am Spock. If I had a, a viable tagline, I would use it all the time. I would beat it into the ground. Sure. And then Why I would not? dig up the money that I found there. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are, we're getting, we're getting close to, uh, an hour. Yes. And we need to, Start narrowing down. I have saved. How many do we have left? I have saved the song that I think might be the winner, just because. I've also is, got another one that maybe I need to throw. Do you? In. Why don't you throw it in, and then I will throw in and what throw I in think. The winner. Maybe it's and the same song. Tell us it's the Humpty Dance. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the same song. What What were you thinking? Um, this is. I didn't know. I didn't know that you were saving some big ones. Well, there was one that just hasn't come up. I wasn't saving it, but. We didn't stop, get guys, to it stop yet. fighting. Um, the one that I <laughs> wanted jerk. to bring up, this is a song that, I mean, and it's in the same, it, I don't know if exactly the same era, but the same vein as um, Purple People Eater and Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny uh, Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. This is a song that uh, I feel had such an impact on children, because novelty songs, I was the biggest fan of as a child. Mm-hmm. I listened to a lot now, there, but as, as a kid, they were my bread and butter. I was a Ray Stevens super fan. Um, I loved my Weird Al. I loved my Dr. Demento. But the song that made it into every single kid on that playground, uh, that, that to this day, I'm sure is still sung, the name game. Shirley Ellis's The Name Game. Oh, right. John, John, Boban, Banana, Banana Fana, Fofan, mm-hmm. Fee. That has made it through the decades. I put that in the same category as John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, and that is just a repetitive. But John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt is like a, right. a schoolyard chant. This was yeah, this written as a song that became so ubiquitous. It was a hit song. It yeah. was a hit song. Yeah. That has now for not funny. Move along. <laughs> yeah, it's only funny when you know somebody named Tucker. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, really it's pretty funny. That's yeah. Or that's Bart. really where that base. Yeah, yeah. That's right. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm ten. <laughs> Tell you that part humor. Take that, Hitler. Oh. Uh, okay, the song. Uh, the Originally, song that song was called Bart, Banana Bart. Fan of Faux Fart, and it was just <laughs> yeah. It was just Bart, and then they were like, "Oh, we could do it with other names too." Let's let's like generalize the version where he where it was banana fana fo heil. Yes, that's right. That's somebody right. somebody in the room said we fana fo fur Somebody in the room said we could do it with other names than Bart, and then somebody else said why? Yeah, why? <laughs> I think we've got we've it. We've already found the we've already show. got it. So what's what is the, uh the song that has not come up yet to my memory is Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Keepers. Monster Mash. Monster Mash Mash is sort of the quintessential novelty song. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's got all the comedy. It's, it was made in a popular musical style. Uh, It lives to this day. At the time. It has, it has, it has imitation. It sure. doesn't have a lot of it's, it's, jokes I mean, in it. Yeah, the joke is like that. Imagine monsters dancing. It sounds like Boris Pickett. Yeah. Imagine monsters dancing and how hilarious that would be. Do you That's think the joke, right? I, I wonder if there's somebody who hears it. They're like, oh, man. They're doing a whole bit, like a Halloween bit. you got to hear yeah. this. Carol, come in here. I sure hope the mummy doesn't show up. Oh, my God. Oh, there's the mummy. I can't believe they did the mummy. 
Are there a lot of these novelty songs, though, like outside of Tom Lehrer, where people sit around and go, that was brilliant. Well, yeah. I know this is the problem with comedy songs is that yeah. once you've heard them a couple of times, yeah. you didn't know the jokes. Exactly. Either. How right. come no one has brought up They Might Be Giants? They might, well, be they might be giants. Is interesting. I, they don't strike me as. I, it just strikes me as stylistic for them rather than yeah. they're I don't, creating they are, novelty. I, and I'm, I'm asking honestly because I am their fan. Sure. Mm-hmm. I am their friend. Mm-hmm. I I worry about them getting pigeonholed in weirdo song territory because they are such consummate and brilliant musicians and songwriters. Yeah. But don't you think Triangle Man? Triangle Man. Triangle Man. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't have Particle any. Man. Yeah, Particle, Particle Man. Man. Yeah, you know, I think that the, I, I I know what you're saying, and I think that I I hesitate to call that a novelty song for similar reasons. And I think that no, just knowing them, I think that they do not think of these songs as novelty songs. I I feel like that's a that's a John Linnell song, and I feel like <laughs> the thing about the thing that I love about They Might Be Giants is that they write these songs that are weird and goofy but they take them very seriously i feel mm, like yeah i feel like they're not meant to be jokes as much as they're meant to be uh evocative songs about interesting subjects and uh, you know they also come at it from kind of an uh, kind of a art angle i think more yeah, than yeah. more than a comedy T- angle mm-hmm. to me they come across i mean i don't know either of them does he get do, when he, when he goes underwater does he get wet or does the water get him instead uh, it's, it's certainly yeah. a joke but it's one also of the, one of oh profoundly beautiful jokes. Absolutely, yeah. I think they're really funny. I also think they've got a very specific style, and maybe that style might make people think that it's lighter music, which I don't think it is. I think they're also really smart, and I think that's what takes it out of novelty territory. Is it's so intelligent? Mm-hmm. The stuff like "Song of the Fifty States" could easily be seen as sort of novelty-ish, but. Instead, it's really smart. Right. Yeah. They're not singing ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, you have to listen to their lyrics. <laughs> but they could sing ting, tang, they walla, walla, bing, bang. And it would be really, it, well, think it was novelty. So they did think. a cover of a novelty song. What did they cover? What? Istanbul was Constantinople. I didn't know, I didn't that, know that that was a, wasn't yeah, original. That is, a, cover, that is right? a cover. That is a cover. And that really? was a novelty song. It's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. Especially yeah. the way they do it. Yeah. Oh, this is fun, yeah. Would never have thought anybody I, – like I don't want to hear any other version of it. No, exists. I know. Why would you? I, yeah, it's, they, I would. The, it's one of those was things it, where – The Andrews sisters? Like I'm just picturing three girls. <laughs> you know, I don't know who it was. Boy, that's a contender though. That's a pretty, that's a that's pretty, a pretty good, good one. one. It is. That is a good one. That's a pretty good one. But it does – but it's as previously done material. Well, but you, yeah. it, it was originally a novelty song. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! What's your, how? Do you have one? Do you you have one chosen? I your... for some reason I thought it was I thought maybe it would be Monster Mash just because it's it fits the mold classically. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love. But doesn't best connote some element of good? <laughs> best does. I feel like the word the stairwell best does mean best good. means uh, most good. Most it? good, I think, yeah. is what it means. It's the yeah. most good. Um, oh, well, there, there, there's one more we should mention, which is, uh, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Wee Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. No. Which is more of a story than a song. Yeah, yeah I don't care but about we, it. But we said it for all you Put people who like that song. Monster Mash, weight it down and send it to the <laughs> You know what? Stick your finger in a glass of water, take it out, and the hole that's left is a measure of how much I like that song, so don't oh. kid yourself. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's a callback to Dang. Um, what are our Jeez. top contenders? For I, I mean, I, it's so hard to. T- you know what? I have to. I have to say, I, yes. the, my, for me, this is going to be an unpopular decision. But mm-hmm. for me, my <laughs> my thinking thinking about the sort of classic age of novelty songs, 
and a song that I, has a lot of sentimental value t- to me because I listened to it over and over again as a kid. And also a song that I think is pretty solid uh, musically, uh, which is the Chipmunks' uh, Christmas song, uh, it, which makes me kind of misty. Even though it's the weird sped up vocal, which I feel like works in no other context besides the chipmunks, it is also a bizarre idea. It's just this guy yelling at a bunch of chipmunks <laughs> to sing a song. It launched a whole entertainment empire. And still, when I listen to it, I, I, it makes me feel very Christmassy and happy inside. Uh, and it's a solid, it's a solid bit of songwriting. It's got it's a great melody and, and, you know, three part harmony. It's like, it's well crafted. That's 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 very high on my list, if not if not my favorite. No, that was the one that when we were looking at them earlier, uh, trying to compile this list, all of us sitting around were like, "This, but this was before you got here." I didn't mean to look at you when I said all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why are you looking at me? I wasn't even here, man. (laughs) Look, man, do you remember when we all did this? (laughs) That was the song that uh, that we went. Oh, like, you know, there's a few of those when you're compiling a list like yeah. this. Yeah. That was, that was one of the ones, uh, that was up there. Uh, are you comfortable with that as a choice? I, I, it's funny. I never, because I, I never thought of it as launching that empire, but the only reason that the chipmunks exist is because someone figured out to speed up. Mm-hmm. The recording and or to sing really slowly and then speed it up. Listen, there haven't been uh, three grandma got run over by a reindeer movies yet. That's true. There's not been a, a squeakle or a three. They're, they're running out of ideas. So was there was there one? Oh boy. No, there's a third. Uh, there's a third. Oh, there was a movie made. Oh, there's a TV movie made of grandma got run over by a reindeer. There's I a think. CG movie. Yeah, we don't there's need to a, ever uh, talk about that. It's a matter. There's with also America. a. Uh, I saw these guys earlier. I don't know if it was just local to my area. There was. A parody or a a parody song of the novelty song in Grandma Got Run Over by a John Deere. So everybody back in Tennessee, uh, that's disqualified for being a parody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think um, you're right. So I am. You know what? As uh, you don't have to defer to no, your no, no, guest. No, no. I, I I don't I mean to think about this very carefully. What is it? So it's <laughs> so it's. It, you know, I was going to. Musician is saying it's musically solid. It's undeniably influential. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably funny, kids still like it. Yeah, and technically innovative. I still but, want hey, a hula uh, hoop. Oh, it's well, it's your podcast. You <laughs> I know I'll still be right. Yeah. Hey, Mark, um, do me a favor. While you're milking this moment for your mm-hmm. decision, I'm going to go uh, walk around the block. Oh, no, I'm totally <laughs> fine with it being uh, the chipmunks. <laughs> okay, I am too. Oh, Stairwell yeah. correspondent John Hodgman. Yeah. Hang on, we're taking a poll of us on the stairs, and uh, yeah, we all agree. We're oh, good. good. Oh, great. All right. Well, then the only thing that's left is for me to say, people of the world, does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost overnight? I don't care. Don't answer. <laughs> you just slip in a pile of shaving cream? Who cares? Do your ears hang low? Yeah, do your ears <laughs> hang low? Not my problem. Oh. Do they wobble to and fro? Quiet, Mark. You time in a quiet. You quiet now, Mark. I can time in a bow. You can't do it. <laughs> can you throw them on your shoulder like a continental? Like a continental? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, my ears hang low. Oh, yeah, guys, I, I know a version of this that's a parody version. We only changed <laughs> one word. <laughs> <laughs> it does not rhyme with Tucker. <laughs> no, it rhymes with halls. There are tons of novelty songs out there. Hmm. And you can like all of them. But if you don't think for for one second that 
uh, Christmas time is here. I think it's Christmas. Christmas time. I don't is here. know the name of the song. It's, it's the Christmas <laughs> song. song whose name we yeah. do not know. If you don't think that the Christmas song by David Seville and his Chipmunks is the greatest novelty of song of all time, then you can dip your finger in a glass of water, <laughs> stick it right in your bee hole, like Jonathan Colton was telling you to do earlier, based on those Williams brothers or whoever. I don't understand what the deal is. Why would you put your finger in a glass of water and then put it in your beehole? Certainly, if you did it in reverse, you'd be claiming that glass of water for all time. Probably just throw that glass in the garbage. I'm getting far afield. The point is, the greatest song of all time is being whistled behind me by the stairwell correspondent, John Hodgman. Christmas, don't be late. Because the song about you by David Seville and the Chipmunks. That was pretty good, Simon. You did a good job. It's the greatest novelty <laughs> song of all time. Theodore, you too. Good job. Uh-oh. I hope Alvin listens. Alvin, uh, I need to talk to you about uh, Oh, boy. Pitch. Come on, Alvin. Please listen this time. Alvin. Don't make him angry. Hodgman! <laughs> okay! <laughs> and, hey, somebody get a little riddle in for Alvin. Just try it out. You only need to, like, like crush it down and give him I a spec. I feel like That's Alvin it. is misunderstood. You know, a lot of these a lot of these young young kids, boys in school, yeah. they're a little hyperactive. It's hard for them to pay attention. It's just a developmental yeah. thing. Yeah, give them time. To pump them Don't medicate, no, but properly diagnose. Like, maybe have them speak with somebody. That's what I did when I was a kid, and it made all the difference you for me. You spoke with somebody when you yeah. were a kid? Look at me now. I've got two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Greatest Wait, novelty what? song of all time. Asked and answered. That's right, Mark. I cheat on you with wrestling oh. every Wednesday. Tights and fights. Oh. You cheat Boom. on class with wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jonathan. Yes. I know you probably have something to promote that we will promote with you because we're all doing it together this spring. I do. Ooh. I would like to promote uh, a thing called the Joko Cruise. Tell us about this cruise. Uh, this is a cruise. This is the seventh year that I've been doing this. Uh, it's organized with uh, Paul, and Stru- uh, Paul and Storm and another friend of ours, uh, Drew. Uh, we put it together every year. It's a week-long uh, uh, vacation on a cruise ship uh, with a bunch of uh, comedians and musicians and entertainers. You guys are coming this year. We yes. are. You're going to you're going to do this podcast live we in front are. of our Absolutely audience. Absolutely, we are. Uh, we've got uh, uh, musicians like Amy Mann and and uh, Ted Leo, uh, John Roderick from The Long Winters, uh, Zoe Keating. Um, we've got authors like John Scalzi, Pat Rothfuss, Nora Jemison. Uh, plus we have strangely Matt Weiner, the creator of Mad Men. Yeah, this that was year? exciting. Cool. Uh, Janet Varney. Yes. Oh, little Janet Varney. Little yeah. Janet Varney will little also Varney. will also Varnes. be there. Uh, Rhea Butcher, Cameron Esposito. Love awesome. A uh, Parna Nancharla. Yes, she I discovered just because someone retweeted her once. She's really funny, and I started following her on Twitter a while back. And man, she is she funny. Is so and now funny. it's so great to see her every time I see her on like at midnight or just popping up on shows. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, um, but it's a it's a very fun it's a very fun week uh, uh, with a bunch of entertainment. And but you're also on a cruise ship, and it's a it's a giant bunch of nerds. And this year we have the whole. We have the whole ship. <laughs> yeah. We rented the cruise ship for a week, which is apparently a thing that you can do. Uh, <laughs> and we now have total control over everything that happens on board that ship. And we don't have to share it with a bunch of uh, people who are just there to play shuffleboard. Do we get to decide where to go? We do. We've already told them where to go. Oh, we're, we're, we're are, we sailing? Going, are we going out to international waters and committing crimes? We, we can if we want. Oh, my God. Uh, we, we are sailing Can you just of, go into the captain's, uh, it, right, go into the wheelhouse and just be like, no, turn right. I asked. I actually asked because I really wanted to do this. <laughs> I really wanted to say, I really wanted to, really wanted to see if we could have the ship do donuts. <laughs> but they won't allow that. 
They won't allow that. But I would love, oh. I would love nothing more than to get on the ship's radio and be like, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jonathan Colton speaking. We are now going to do donuts. <laughs> In this harbor, but they won't do it. Apparently, it's a waste of fuel, and it's dangerous and stuff like that. Because uh, it is a giant cruise ship. You can't really do donuts very easily. Or you can, but they have can to Can you do like, wheelies? You have to do like 100-mile diameter yeah. donuts. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, it's, a, it's a blast. I'm so glad that you guys are going to be there. It's a, it's, a, oh, man. it's a very fun week and uh, uh, real summer camp vibe. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're sailing out of San Diego and into the Sea of Cortez, a couple stops in Mexico. We're going to do... We're gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna take over the town of Laredo, Mexico, for an evening and do a sort of a outdoor festival for everybody. Amazing! Uh, it's yes. gonna be fun. It's gonna be a blast. That is Joe Coachella, correct? That's what we're calling Joe Coachella that, that's un- that night until we are sued. But yes, yeah. uh, it's Joko Cruise. Uh, JokoCruise dot com. Everybody should come. Yeah, and it's. I mean, for what you get to do, you get access to all these people, so you get to meet them. And and from what I understand, not having been on the cruise, but I know Acker and Blacker have done it, mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Tompkins, John Hodgman, a lot of our friends have done it. And it is, yeah, it's just like a week of, it was described to me by Ben Blacker as like going to summer camp with all of your friends as yeah. an adult. So whatever it is that you enjoy doing, whether it's gaming, um, improv, podcasts, music, literature i mean it's all there and you get to meet all these people and it's not it's not that that experience you would you would expect at a con where everybody's behind stanchions that's right you're actually out hanging out with people having dinner with them. you will see me uh, putting gravy on my mashed potatoes at the buffet restaurant probably every day at just like everybody else at 8 a.m <laughs> at 8, 8 a.m at 1 p.m and at 6 p.m hey, that's Jonathan, right are there any stairs on this ship <laughs> yeah, I think there are some stairs. Do you want to hang out on the stairs? Maybe I better check it out. Yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> Mostly elevators, but there's some stairs. There's a grand staircase. Oh, a grand staircase. Oh. You just haunt the grand staircase. I think I'm ready for the big time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us yes. today. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, JonathanColton.com, at JonathanColton in various social media. Yes, if you are somehow not familiar with Jonathan's music, you should listen to it. It's fantastic. I'm basically a novelty songwriter. He's basically a novelty <laughs> songwriter. He's the new Benny Bell. We didn't mention any what of they my call songs him. today. I, I Which gonna, I feel is appropriate. I, was, I, yeah. I feel like we should have said at the very beginning of the episode, uh, present company is excluded from yeah, the list. Yes. Yeah, right, right, yes. right. Um, I also want to thank our stairwell correspondent, John Hodgman. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, how are things over there on the stairs as we wrap up the episode? Pretty good. The wind has died down. Uh, oh, my gosh. Do you need a microphone? <laughs> what? Oh, hang on a second. Can we start over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll just delete all it'll that. It'll be shorter now that we know where it's going. When I'm not on the stairs, you can hear me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast, also on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find information about my live appearances on johnhodgman.com, specifically johnhodgman.com slash tour. You can follow me at Hodgman and on Instagram as John Hodgman, because whoever is squatting on Hodgman is my enemy. <laughs> Unless you're a real person squatting on me, then I'll make up my mind later. Yeah, you know, somebody, somebody has Jonathan Colton on Instagram, too, and i got to use real Jonathan Colton. Yeah, it's not right. No, it's not right. That's, not that's right. terrible. I know. Stop squatting. Yeah. Hey, all you squatters, quit squatting. Maybe the guy's name is actually Jonathan Colton. No, it's not. It's just a picture of me. Stop oh, really? squatting. Yeah. Beep. That's weird. Beep. Oh, beep. It's hot Stop to squatting. <laughs> uh, pre-existing tune. That was Rock and Robin. Doesn't count. It's parody lyrics. <laughs> Uh, this topic is settled, uh, but there are many more topics, so reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or on the Maximum Fund subreddit. There's probably a flame war happening right now. You can also reach us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Got This Podcast or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, who's here live with us in the room. 
always making the show sound so good. Thank you also to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thanks, as always, to Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein for our award-winning theme song and score, respectively. And, of course, thanks to you, our listeners. Uh, you give us an opportunity every week to sit and BS about things and make the really important BS decisions. Uh, and we thank you for that, and we thank Jonathan Colton for that, and we thank uh, From the Stairs. Move it along. Yep. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin, and don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.